Hey, everybody, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us to our TMG podcast today. I'm TJ Norris with the Mollus Group. To my left over here is James Foster, our Howdy. lead buyer agent with the Mollus Group and the CEO of the Mollus Group, Mr. Mitchell Mollus. How you doing? I'm doing back well. for another week. Yeah, so today, guys, what we're going to get into is small business and how they have been affected by the COVID virus. Sound good? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's do I mean, it. I think COVID's all it. around us, right? Right. There's no missing it. There's no dodging it. And, you know, it's here, so let's talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, Mitch, let's just lead out with a question to you. Okay. You always talk about a pivot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's something that you have done, one thing that you have done as a team leader to try to separate TMG from everybody else? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Pivot. If you, if you ever have the time, go to YouTube or whatever, Google Look up Blockbuster. At one point in time, Blockbuster is the biggest company in the world. Uh, I think in the early 2000s, they had a chance to buy Netflix for a couple million dollars, turned it down. Wow. Fast forward 18 years, 20 years, whatever it is, they're out of business. Yeah. Uh, They never pivoted. So what I mean by pivot is, man, sometimes you got to make a change. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we had big goals in 2020. And the pandemic hits, and then they shut us down. I yeah. said, man, what in the world? We're not making any money. Nobody saw that coming. No, yeah. nobody saw it coming, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think the biggest pivot we made was we doubled down on our work efforts, efforts. And there's no secret sauce that I could give anybody. There was no magic words I can say. It's just good old-fashioned roll your sleeves up and work your tail off. Yeah. Because, you know, now it's the buyer pool shrunk. A lot of people lost their jobs this year. Oh, yeah. uh, the unemployment rate's out of the roof. So yeah. what's that do to real estate? Well, it shrinks the buying pool, shrinks yeah. the selling pool because people are scared. And I think, you know, number one, we doubled down our efforts. Mm-hmm. Number That's two, sure. I knew people were scared. Yeah. So I hired Johnson Co. Photography. Yeah. Uh, why? Well, here's why. Because, man, I needed the, the best product of photography in our listings that we could have. Not only that, man, the best video. So yeah. it felt like, you know, because people wouldn't leave their house. Yeah, you had to do virtual tours. Yeah, we sold several homes without people going in them, just off Johnson's video and them feeling like they were there. And I felt like that was a big pivot for us. Yeah. Johnson Co. Photography. Check them out on social media. All right, James. So um, you uh, you had to make a tough decision. We talked about it in the last show of either go with us to Raleigh. It was Hunt Brothers. Yep, that's right. Um, Great pizza, by the way. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're at a gas station, you don't have anything else. <laughs> like, that thing tastes better than any Papa John's or Pizza Hut you've ever you're had in, before. You're in Mount Gilead, and there's only a Hunt, a hunt Brothers around. That's all there is. You're in West Jefferson. You see gasoline, and they've got food. Oh, my God. Sign me up, right? That's great. Two birds, one yeah. stone. All right. Back to the topic. <laughs> so, James, you had to make a decision. Do I go to Raleigh? You just bought a house here. Yeah. Or stay here. And you're just starting a new career. So, what did you do? How did you maximize your efforts? What are some things that, that, that set you apart as an agent? Because you sold how many homes this year? I sold 66 this I year. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. It's a blessing. Okay, so, um, yeah, tell us what you I did. I just got rolling, man. It was January. I sold a few handful there. February mm-hmm. and March, I was really picking it up. You know, the end of March, this all comes. And uh, Mitch says, look, man, we got to keep going. we got to keep going. I need you guys to double down. We were on Zoom calls. You know, nobody could leave the house. Yeah. And he said. That was at a phone call at 5 in the morning. He just called you and was like, we got to start doing more. we got to do this now. we got to yeah. do it now. Like, yeah. like you joke, but, like, that I was, was calling real. people three times a day. I was calling, like, emergency Zooms. 
Yeah, emergency yeah. Zooms like three hey, times a day. Yeah, Thirty yeah. minutes is all get on a Zoom call. So here I am. I'm in my kitchen. I'm on the computer, and he said, "Man, we got to double down." I'm calling people, and they don't pick the phone up. Or I'm calling people, and they say, "Man, I lost my job." You know? Yeah. I'm like, "Oh wow!" And I only had maybe 25 people that I had. You know, I was new, still third month in. So Mitch yeah. came to us and he said, look, man, you guys have to double down. Believe in me now, and this is going to pay for it. So I went from making, you know, 75 calls a day to making 150, 200 calls a day and um, making contacts with people and not just calling about real estate, you know, calling to say, hey, how's your family? How's everybody doing? Yeah. You know, making a personal level. And I had a lot of those people come back around and buy houses in summer, you know, yeah. once they got over – being scared yeah. to leave home. Yeah. And I'll tell you one of the one of the big conversations, man, let's take COVID out of the picture for a minute. Let's define somebody that's successful. It's somebody that's not scared to work. Somebody not scared to roll their sleeves up. And I told them point blank, I said, guys, listen, we're gonna have to double down. And I'm not talking about calling once or twice. Yeah. I'm talking about if you want to be successful, we're gonna have to become phone freaking terrorist. Okay. And make <laughs> that many calls. Yeah. Oh, wolf. Yeah. Yeah. And um whenever I came in it was right there. We were in the midst of it. It was mm-hmm. summer. Everything was starting to go back up because folks are going to the beach, you know, and there's that common misconception that during summertime, your flus, your whatever, your viruses will go down. Yeah. But uh, so things started to peak, so um, they shut us down. Right shut there. us right down, yep. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm leaving, a, again, a stable job, and we're being shut down. I'm like, what did I get into, you know? But, again, you had to buy in to what oh, he was yeah. saying. 100%. And, and if you, if you went apparently by that, it really paid off for you. I mean, you know, if you were willing to put in the effort, you guys obviously were. Yeah. Look how much it paid off for you nine months, ten months later, where you guys are like, man, all that hustle and bustle that Mitch was talking about is going to pay yeah. off. Oh, here well, it is. It's well, paying off. Well, he kept saying six months, TJ. Yep. Six months. And what okay. happened in six months? Was that about October? Probably? I finally, yeah, I finally. Well, it was like right there in November. I finally got to the point where I could time block a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, speak. And uh, spend time with the family. But, you know, we're all small business right here. Yep. You know, Johnson, you are too. Uh-huh. So everybody was affected just in different ways, and I think we stayed ahead of ahead yeah. of the pivot for yeah. sure. We sure did. And truth be told, I mean, how nice is it to continue to work in your community, give other people business in your community, and then still make money yourself in that same community? You know, exactly. you guys are helping me. I'm in turn realistically helping y'all. You know, yeah. you, you get a cell, I get a house to go photograph. I get a house to go video, you guys get another cell. Right, exactly. You know, it's it, it's a win-win. And the realities of it are is it just puts it back into this local market of, you know, when I go down the street and get coffee, when I go down the street and buy a steak from the local butcher. Right. It, it, it's one of those things where as bad as COVID has been, I think a lot of people have really kind of – Rose to the occasion. Uh, rose to the exactly. Yeah. Rose to the occasion of of supporting local businesses and just yeah. being aware that hey, I actually pay their light bill and they'll go down here and pay my cousin that owns this business for this over oh, here. Yeah. Exactly. Or or they refer you. Yeah. You know, because ultimately we're in a referral business. You know, you are too. You're in exactly. a people business. That's we're what we are. Yeah. We don't we don't sell houses. We're we're not in the house selling business. I tell these guys all the time. Yeah. We're in the people business. And I always you, you talk about rising to the occasion. Uh, doing things, the community stepping up. I always go back to Rocky for all my whole life. My whole mm-hmm. life is based on Rocky movies. And hey, you know, yo, Adrian. You know, in Rocky Five, he looks at his son and he says, "Hey, we're a home team. Hey, we're a home hey, team. Yo. You know, <laughs> who's home team? We're home team. Well, that's what we are here in yeah. this community in the triad." 
Davidson County, Randolph County, Guilford, Forsyth, we are home team, and we need to stick by each other. Yeah. yeah. Mitchell runs up the stairs in his house and throws his hands up and jogs in place. <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing punches the whole way to the Philly. Sorry. Sorry about that. You guys all just got that mental image, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I had stairs, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, James, um, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, your experience with small business. What are some things that you have done maybe to uh, – this out of your norm to really support local business? Because, to be quite honest, until this happened, I mean, I don't even think we thought about local business. Oh, yeah. You know, and how they were affected by this. Yeah. Well, we went through a time where you couldn't go to the store and buy any food. You know, we, we would go try to buy steaks or meat or yeah. something to make a hamburger. They didn't have it. Well, I went to Thomasville. Mm-hmm. Shuler meets. Yeah. The guy had it. You know, they're they're doing their own thing. Uh, we try to always give back to somebody like that. Yeah. Um, I try to stay local with everything we do. I, you know, not to avoid the box stores and be a crazy about it, but I, yeah. I feel like if if that's all we have, then we put ourselves in a bad situation. So yeah. everything I buy, local hardware store, I'd rather go there than yeah. you know, the big ones. You yeah. may pay a little more, but I mean, yeah, in the long run, it's worth it's, it. It's folks in the community. I mean, no, exactly. nothing's more frustrating than looking for a tool at Walmart. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I it's love gonna, Walmart. Don't get me wrong. It's going to break in a day. I was looking for an apple slicer. I had a photo shoot, and I didn't have an apple slicer, and I was just looking for one of those the other day. You know how hard it was to find an apple slicer and yeah. all that nonsense that I they could, have in I there? Could, pretty tough. What, what kind of photo slicer? What kind of photo? <laughs> well, they have one of those fancy little boards and stuff. I had a bunch oh, of meats and cheeses. What's it uh, a short, uh, you know, I was shooter. avoiding saying it because I'm not sure how to say it properly, <laughs> and I wasn't trying to put myself in charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. Now I feel slighted because you took our pictures and we didn't have an apple slicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you took my photos too. I or didn't get an apple slicer. Cheese and grapes. If you guys, you and uh, James and Mitch, if you guys would like to get married, um, just like this couple did for <laughs> a charcuterie board, so you know, we could uh, we could make that happen. Oh, they don't call me Little Mitch for nothing. Oh, my, oh my God. I'm in the middle of this. This just went <laughs> south. <laughs> Fast. Delete that part. No, no way. But at the end of the day, guys, I mean, we worked hard. We did things. But, you know, long time ago, back in 06, man, I – God saved me, changed my life. I told him I'd give him every bit of ounce of glory and praise for everything he ever did, and he gets the credit, and it all goes back to God, too. Yeah. And, TJ, tell, tell us uh, kind of expanding just on the small businesses yeah. and things like that. You know, you are one of the ones that's actually uh, made me more aware of small business around town. Yeah. You've been a really big advocate for some of these places yeah. um, that are just right here in local Lexington, North Carolina, where Second and Main is. Come yeah. check it out if you're ever here. It's That's a great right. spot. There's great places to eat right down the road. There's Goose and Monkey. There's there's all kinds of stuff. The eatery is one of my favorites. Yeah. like yeah. You, And TJ is really one of those guys. Like He went out and bought gift cards when COVID really started yeah. to get yeah. bad for everybody. Things were shutting down. Um, you know, yeah, it was upfront money, you know, and that's another thing. Uh, and I'm not trying to sound like anything. I, I really wanted to support local, but real estate allowed me to – give a, a, a hundred bucks for a gift card and give them upfront money, you know, where I could come in later down the road. Um, and I was real big in, in doing that, you know, cause my old coach who runs the eatery right down the street, you know, he's struggling mm-hmm. because he just opened this, you know, this was his vision. This is what he wanted. Yeah. And now, you know, they can't serve inside. I mean, it really hurt his business. Old well, that's another one, you know, uh, Mandy, she was a uh, part owner there, uh, for a while, second to me. Um, and 
you know, I, I really went out to those folks and I gave them again, a hundred bucks up front gift card. And we, I mean, we frequent the place. Everybody kind of jokes like TJ, you, you seem like, you know, everybody in Lexington. Well, to be honest, we, we visit places. So people see me and, um, I try to stay friendly. I try to promote my business as well, you know, and, by helping others, I think it's going to help me. And you know, and, and you have helped others. Like, I mean, out. Mitch has gotten food from some of these places that you've mentioned that I've never known about until yeah. hanging out with you guys and right. doing things with you guys. So, it's, you know. It's extremely it, important to me. And yeah. I, I know I'm not just slapping a hashtag handle of support local. I mean that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I really do. Yeah. So Exactly. You know, the biggest thing I want to take away, I want to give, you know, TJ a lot of credit for that. Now, nobody told TJ to do that. Nobody, TJ told nobody he did that. I heard about it through somebody else. That that tells the type of people that the type of person that TJ is and the type of person that James is, the things they do. And that's the kind yeah. of people I want to be in business with. And that's what we try to do here at the Mullis Group. We all have got the same like-minded and we all want to do the right by the community. Yeah, which no, is why this podcast goes great, which is why business goes great for yeah, you guys, yeah. because you guys are able to actually communicate yeah. and, and do well for each other and yeah. feed off of each other. And, you know, another thing, not only Lexington, I'm from Thomasville. Yeah. I live in Trinity. Me too. I, I eat at all these local restaurants. Yeah. We've got an agent who's in the room right now, big Martin Morales, say what's up. But, um, you know, <laughs> Martin, Martin worked at Mazelon in Thomasville for a long, long time. His family runs Mazelon at 10 years. And, uh, you know, his family runs Mazelon, and that is the staple of my childhood, going there and getting enchiladas. And, you know, that was a thing. We mm -hmm. went to Mazelon several times a week because I could eat Mexican food it's, every day of the week. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. troubling yeah. me saying Mazatlan. I always thought it was Mazatlan. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> From the back, Martin, Martin, Martin can, we get a, can we get a proper pronunciation? Get, get to the mic and say it. Mazatlan. Oh, wow. We were both. Mazatlan. I was closer. To I can't even say that. <laughs> Mazatlan. Yeah, you're just trying to show off now. Sit down. Uh. <laughs> That's awesome. But I'm not sure I can but even but say yeah, that. He's one, of our, he's one of our agents now. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just means the world to us that we're able to go and support these businesses and everything. And, hey, it's not over. Guys, you still got time to go out and do some of this stuff. Support local. Yeah. You know, instead of riding to Walmart to get your stuff, man, go to the local store around the, around the corner. Yeah. You guys are making me hungry. I'm going to go to the eatery when we get down here. I know. That's what I'm talking about. That Good food, food we and, had. And the Christmas party was off the chain. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And kind of going back to that, you know, when I got into real estate, um, the owner of the eatery entrusted me in selling their home. You know, so I don't feel in debt to them. Hold but on a second. I just – he was, my, he was my coach, too. He didn't call me. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Well, when you got it, you got it. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. And all that number one stuff that Mitch was thinking is now kind of starting to just, like, melt. And he's like, wait, wait, wait what, what? Hey, God, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. I got a great team behind me. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I enjoy – well, and that's part of what makes you successful, Mitch, is that, you know, as, as a leader, you have to delegate stuff and trust that the person that you're going to delegate it to wholeheartedly so that it doesn't stress you out regardless yeah. of, of, okay, not only can they do this, I trust them to do it, and they'll make the same good decisions that I would make put in that position. And, you know, with James and TJ, Martin, you know, you've, you've had... I'll tell you, man, I walk in and I see a bunch of different groups of people. I deal with different families. I deal with all kinds of different things being yeah. a photographer. Yeah. You guys do so well because you work together so well y'all mesh just really really well together and it's really weird because when i first got in i was joking with james. i always joke with james that i hate him 
But um, they're frenemies. Yeah, mutual. it's a, it's only like today. I hate you, you got one you. under contract this morning, right? I did. Yeah, everybody's saying, "Hey, congrats, James! Congrats!" I sent him a uh, gif of Toby Maguire cried. <laughs> Spider Man, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and and that's the other thing too. You know, if I need anything, I can call James. He can call me. We are finally to that point where we kind of we were competitive when we first started. Still are. We still are, but now we can lean on each other, and yeah. it's not personal. No, no one else can shoot you, but you guys could shoot each other, yeah, and you'd we'll, be okay with it. We would do what I'd, I'd, I'd take one. I'd take one for the, the biggest difference I think between 2018, 2019, and now from 20 because 2018, 19, I had pretty much the same team, and I would come home and tell Courtney, "My heart is going to explode. I'm having palpitations. We may have to go to the emergency room." I was that stressed. I had no help. I felt like I had to pump and prime everybody. Yeah. In 2020, 2019, 2020 come around. I didn't want to do that anymore. So it was going to kill you. Yeah, and you know, if this podcast works at all, I'm not saying it does, not saying it will, not saying it won't. But if it does, it's according to you, we, it won't because we, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be because we each bring something totally different yeah. to the table that's very beneficial to people, and that's what works in my business. I, t- I put them in charge of buying and listing now. I, I couldn't do that on any other team, or would I trust anybody else in the world to do that? They did an interview for me this morning. I had an emergency. They said, no, wait, I trust everything. They say, I can. I would leave my wife and kids with you guys and trust it. Let's make sure we, we don't cut that at the wrong part and just say, I would leave my wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Then, no, I would say I would trust you with my own families. That's, yeah, that's right. the kind of guys you are and the kind of guys you've come to be and, and you're just helping. And once again, I appreciate you. When how much is that worth? Is trust within the within the the workplace realistically? Like it's it, you guys don't necessarily look at it because it's kind of a lifestyle. I mean, you guys now have adopted a, a different lifestyle than you had when you were a teacher, yeah. TJ, or when oh, yeah. you were delivering food to to convenience stores or working in a music industry. Yeah, I think trust in our job goes a long way. I mean, oh, yeah. if you don't trust that we're going to make forty contacts or you know talk to a hundred people a day or something, then. Um, you know, if you, once you break it, it's hard to get it back. So yeah. I think you earn that, and you know, I think all of us definitely. Have. Well, and, and this I, year probably definitely helped with that, knowing that yeah. you guys were up against so much, and yeah. knowing that each one of you worked as hard as you did to, in order to still make this not only a good year but a very successful year yeah. for you guys. Definitely, definitely. And so, go ahead, Mitch. So we keep talking about competitiveness. Competitiveness. We keep talking about trust. Yeah. Another big pivot I made in 2020 with COVID. And I knew we had to double down. But, man, if you double down, you work your tail off, and there's no good culture, no culture where people are excited, people are having fun, It's everybody's going to be miserable. So that's one thing we really focused on in 2020 was building the culture yeah. of a COVID-free, of a COVID-proof culture where we all would support each other and all root for each other and all be good competitiveness oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. really help each other out. Yeah, and we did this in a year. You know, like, I'm coming from something totally different than what James did. Oh, yeah. Martin's coming from somewhere else. Mitch is coming from somewhere else. And we – basically, we had to mesh, yep. you know, because at the end of the day, I mean, we depend on each other. Um, I get – you know, if I have anything issue-wise, ask James. I don't like him, but I'll ask him. <laughs> you know, and what's interesting – No, go ahead. What's interesting, though, is that, you know, I just – it just kind of hit me. It was just an epiphany. You know, anytime I walk into y'all's office, which is sometimes at 9 in the morning with donuts and sometimes at 2.30 in the afternoon, yeah. it doesn't matter when I walk in there. There's always a good vibe. Yeah. There, you know, even if you guys are stressed out, even if 20 things are in the air right now and you guys are trying to figure out what the next move is individually for each thing you have going on, 
the vibe in there never comes off as we can't do this. This is too stressful. The vibe comes off as uplifting and yeah. all right, this is what we're doing next. We'll and, see. Yeah. And I, I think I have a little, I've got a different stance with Mitch because we've known each other since we were kids. No, but, he doesn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> what I'm saying, what if I could finish, sure. Uh, what I'm saying is, you know, we as kids played ball together. You naturally have to trust That's true. your teammate. Mm-hmm. So we've always kind of had that bond, and um, you know it kind of kind of went. We went our separate ways for a while, and then you know wow. it, it circled it circled right back. So what would advice? You know, just kind of playing off something we've said before. What advice would you give to somebody if they came to you right now, TJ, or to you, Mitch, or to you, James? We'll, we'll start with you, Mitch, and then we'll go down the line. Yeah. Like try and keep this to like thirty seconds. But what advice would you give yeah. to somebody that is saying? Man, I've been in this job for eight, ten years, just like me and TJ were, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily struggling, but man, I'm not happy. Yeah. And I see what you do, and you always walk around with a smile on your face. You're yeah. big, Mitch. Yeah. You're a happy man all yeah. the time. And like, how, how, how do I make that happen? And what? how can I do that during this time? Well, that's so that's yeah. so odd. Well, First off, epiphany. Like me and you were fair good basketball. That's probably why we trust so much. We were yeah. fair good football. We were Brown. We were East Davis and that, off on a side note, sorry. But what I, I would tell somebody would be, you know, in 2018, 2019, I wasn't happy. You know, and I worried a lot about things I couldn't control. Yeah. Finally, I said, man, hey, whether we make money or not, I'm going to cut down lead spin. I'm going to make us more profitable. I'm going to get guys I want to be around, guys and gals that I want to be in business with, that I trust and I know will work hard. Because here's the thing, man. You guys, we've all become brothers on this panel in, in a year. I mean, me and TJ a little bit more, but we all become brothers. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I call them for personal issues. You know, McCourtney makes me mad. <laughs> nah. But, you know, it's – Can you believe this, we TJ? Have a, we have a morning session where he lays down on the couch and just talks. <laughs> yeah. TJ brings his clipboard. But, oh my you God. know, and here's the thing. It's very stressful. Stressful. We carry, you know, 30 and 40 deals a month at, at one time. And there's lots of things going on. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we've got a great transaction coordinator, Stephanie. Takes care of a lot of that stress for us. Yeah. She takes oh, a yeah. lot of it off of us. But helping each other – and, you know, don't worry about things you can't control. Worry about the things you can control. Focus on that and making yourself happy is what I would say. Yeah, so I told James when we were sitting in that interview today, I let out with what is your goal for 2021, okay? So this – I thought it was a great question. I mean, that's I, that's what I went with. And there was a lot of stuttering. There was a lot of ums. And there was no wow factor. Wrong. I've always wanted to do that, sorry. Well – no, 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 sorry. That was great. <laughs> okay. No, but there was, there was no wow factor there, okay? When you make a phone call, all right, and somebody picks up on the phone, you have four seconds to keep them on the phone and keep them interested. He lost me. So I don't think he could do a good job. I mean, I know that sounds bad, but, I mean, there was no peeling off, no peeling no. any layers from, from it. What it takes is that first impression. One thing that my coach told me in high school, you never get a second chance to make a first impression, and that is extremely, extremely important in real estate. Who was that? Uh, Matt Ridge. I'll go ahead and plug Matt Ridge right here. He's got a coach's show. Tune in later tonight down the street at the eatery tonight. Also, my basketball coach, too. Learned a lot from Coach Ridge. So, Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I think that that's whenever you first get in front of someone to sell a home, first impression. Yeah. Yeah. And that, this has all come from I, – I call it we're always in a lab. I've been in a lab my whole life. I've knocked on doors to sell meat when I was a kid, helping the family business. I've knocked on doors to sell recliners. I mean, I've, I've did everything, you know, door-to-door. I'm 10 years old selling stuff. 
But size you are right now too. Right? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's literally been hey, the you same size. You want to buy some recliners? <laughs> no, um, but I'm only ten. And the more I worked on my craft, the more I figured out some of this stuff. You know, and that's the great thing about being on a team. Like I pour everything I have in you guys, and I, I hope you understand that. I probably get on their nerves a lot of times with all the meetings and the the training sessions and stuff like that. But I, I want to invest so much into these guys. I mean, if you're not happy at what you do, and you, you know that yeah. that brings me joy. It's helping these guys get to that next level. TJ called me, hey man, we went to the beach. Man, I bought everything in sight. We had the greatest vacation. James, Mitch, I just brought a 2021 Forerunner. That that's that's exciting to me, yeah. Because man, I pour so much into them. Oh, yeah. J- James, what would hold on, Mitch? Let me let me ask you that too, though, James. Just so we get your insight on it. What yeah. what would you say to to someone that said, you know, is it They're worth it? Happy. Is it scary? Like, you know, I'm thinking about leaving something that is what a lot of people consider stable work. You know, a steady paycheck, knowing you're getting this at the end of the month. Would you tell them, look, man, don't don't uh, don't hesitate jump off just know you got to work hard what, what would your advice be i would say be coachable that's that was number one Definitely. you have to be coachable you can't come into it thinking you know everything um i did it, you yeah. just scored brownie points with mitch like yeah. crazy you got to be coachable mitch just got so bright he inside it's, it's I, I didn't even have to look at him he lit up like a <laughs> hey i coach true. a lot you know what i mean it's yeah. true you have to be coachable and you have to just not worry about taking a risk you know um, I think if you work hard, then, then your risk will pay off. It surely did for me. Um, but I would say be coachable and not be afraid to do it. If it's something you're passionate about, you know, go for it. And that's uh, that's any small business. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's what we are. You know, um, coach at the eatery, left teaching as well. Yeah. And followed his passion, you know. And and if and that's what we did, you know, yeah. I, I I didn't realize what my passion was. My you know my passion was teaching. And then now here we are, you know, I get I get a, a high from just like I did back in the day from, you know, Win. winning a game or yep. something like that. Whenever yep. I sell something, get it under contract. It's fantastic. Okay, you want more of it, you know? Yeah. You get one under contract, yeah. you're like, hey, I'm going to get three more this exactly. week. And then when you have a couple of days like I do and you get three in one day, uh, you know. Yeah. See what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, guys, uh, I, as we're closing up here, let, let's, let's do this. Uh, we've had a successful year. We sold 226 homes in 2020. Yep. We're in the middle of a pandemic, being shut down two months. Talk about, give some advice on 2021 COVID-proof um, procedures, habits to build on. I, I was really successful doing some virtual tours. You know, I sold a bunch of houses to people that never even walked in the house until we did a walkthrough the day of closing or the day before closing. Um, you know, we I used Johnson's skills with his video tours, but I would go do Zoom calls. Yeah. I would go do... Um, I think a lot of it's really follow-up, too. Yeah, you know, what about you, mindset, though? Like 2021 mindset, pr- protecting your mindset and protecting a culture. What kind of mindset would you give advice for for, you know, COVID-proofing your business in 2021? I would say stay determined. Keep your eye on the end game. Yeah. Set a goal. If you never set a goal, you don't know where you're at, right. what you're following. You know, what's you're a just, goal? A goal is the end game. So yeah. if, you, if you don't have an end game, who knows? If you sell, you know, if I sold five houses this week, and I had a goal of 50 for the year, well, I can kind of see, hey, you know, yeah. I know where I'm going for. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you this. Uh, I tell these guys this all the time, guys, 2021, set a goal but have a plan because a goal without a plan is just a dream, okay? Right. And we're not dreamers. We're, we're goal achievers. Set a goal, make a plan, go make it happen. Yeah. Uh, TJ, what about you for advice for 2021, COVID-proofing your business? Um, I definitely think that the goal, you should have an end game for sure, but make every day – do better today than you did yesterday. Yeah. 
And I, I think, you know, I've got a buddy. He he just went to the Navy, and he said that the other night. We were sitting there having dinner. I was like, man, that's a fantastic outlook for 2021. Yeah. You know, because you can't help what's going to happen in a week, but you can help what's happening right now. Don't yeah. ever get complacent either. You know, that's the complacency kills for sure. Complacency, yeah. does, complacency does kill. I would say work hard. Uh, love your family. Make sure you take right turns. What I mean by that is take a break from what you're doing. Spend time with your family. Yes. Let them know that you love them because yep. um, you can't get those memories back. Especially in the kind of jobs that we have. And I say we because I'm, you know, in the business of running my own business as well. Sometimes you're so into doing that business you don't take a break. You know, you work from you sun up until you literally go to sleep. And there's times where you're like, wait a second, I got to do something for me because I'm like, I'm just beyond stressed out yeah. every moment. You and know, I, I'm very lucky because my wife has pushed me forever. And, you know, my last job was a lot of, of physical labor. You know, I made six figures in a furniture plant, meaning I outworked everybody and busted my tail to get that. So, like, when I first started, I said, man, you know, taking a couple phone calls is is just, it's not really work. It's a hobby. But, man, it's turned into something. And I've got to, you know, take those right turns, take some breaks, and, and really, you know, yeah. spend some time with my family and take a break sometimes. Because I can text Mitch or TJ or James at 9 o'clock at night and be like, hey, man, are you up? And they'll be like, yeah, what you need? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of it, partly because you're family. You know, you, yeah. you're a TMT. Man, you're a TMT. look at this. Now, now, Martin texts me 9. I might not answer until the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in to the TMG podcast. Thank you for Second in Maine again for allowing us to film here. And thank you to Mandy. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Yep. See you here. Same thank time. You Mitch. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, James. See you guys next week.